This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. First of all, a really good night for the club again last night. Can you just get your reaction, what it means, the fact that Jürgen's been named the best men's coach in the world, Alisson the best goalkeeper in the world, and obviously Virgil finishing second to Messi in the standings for play. Yeah, big compliment for our structure, I think. Um, for our owners to have faith in Jürgen from the start, giving him a six-year deal, what helps to trust and to build. Uh, big compliment for our team, because without success, the individual prizes will never come. <clears throat> um, because, and then of course, um, a big compliment for for Jürgen himself. Huh? Um, I'm. I'm really proud, to be honest. That's what I said yesterday already. But um, it says a lot. Uh, it's a long. It marks a long way, I think. Uh, but the project he put in place here, uh, the way we are building the team, the way the team is um, uh, can compete in each competition, and uh, the way they established themselves with getting strong on the training pitch with the right signings and. Um, He's not only the face of the team, of course, he's the face of the club. And um, I think not many foreign managers in a different country made the impact he made at, at the Liverpool FC. So, um, example, I always say that Cruyff at Barca had impact in a way that uh, it's not only about now, but it could be about the future. He created a real identity of, of our play the way we want to play and the way he plays. So that could last for a long time. When you look at the levels that the side reached last season then as well, and I'm not just thinking on the pitch, we're thinking in training and everything, everything the whole package. Um, this season, is the group matching those kind of levels, those kind of standards that were set last time around, or are they even surpassing them now? I think uh, we always want to build on the best games we had, uh, uh, what characterizes our best games. Um, I think uh, for me we are much further than we were last year at the same time. Uh, we can dictate play much better. Uh, we are, our last line feels much more comfortable being higher. Um, we are much more front-footed uh, defensively um, and of course we can control games better and control spaces better. Um, the team uh, absorbed the way we want to play. Uh, it's, it's a natural. It became. It becomes. But it became a, a natural skill of them at the moment. Um, of course, um, we had a short preseason, so we have to keep building now in the season and 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 finding our machine again. Um, um, but yeah, for sure we're in the right way. If you see, it's not easy because many teams, uh, they, they change their setup. Example, we analyzed Chelsea 5-4-1 and they come with 4-3-3. Um, so uh, many teams change their setup, uh, play a more counter-attacking game against us, or less space, so we had to become better with the ball. As well, so. yeah. But much further now than we were last year. In order to protect that, then, I suppose, to give regard to the, to the Premier League, when it comes to a, com a cup competition, while well, you want to win as many cups as possible, mm -hmm. how mindful do you have to be, even at this early stage of the season, as to how many games and matches that the players are actually yeah, playing? We want to compete in each competition. 
We want to attack each competition. Um, we work so hard to be in this uh, situation where we can compete in each one. Um, for me, cup competitions are the soul of football um, because it represents a past, like where smaller clubs can uh, play against Premier League clubs, as an example, and give historic games to fans, uh, local fans. Uh, it showed that already, and that's what we're up against tomorrow. But for me, the cup competitions, it's something special. It's, it's when two local teams play against each other, that environment you get with the cup competition. So um, we want to attack this, uh, this cup. We want to attack tomorrow's game, of course. Um, we will put a team in place, what for me is a Premier League team, um, and the players feel this responsibility as well because we are up to this, eh, that, uh, that a team, a highly motivated team, plays against us. And, um, um, and the players, they feel this responsibility. So they really look forward to it. I look really forward to it. Uh, it's just another opp opportunity to put our identity in place, show our passion. And we, and we prepare the game in the same way as we prepare Chelsea. Um, give historic games to fans, uh, local fans. Uh, it showed that already, and that's what we're up against tomorrow. But for me, the cup competitions, it's something special. It's, it's when two local teams play against each other, that environment you get with the cup competition. So um, we want to attack this, uh, this cup. We want to attack tomorrow's game, of course. Um, we will put a team in place, what for me is a Premier League team. Um, and the players feel this responsibility as well because we are up to this, eh, that, a, that a team, a highly motivated team, plays against us. And, um, um, and the players, they feel this responsibility. So they really look forward to it. I look really forward to it. Uh, it's just another opp opportunity to put our identity in place, show our passion. And we, and we prepare the game in the same way as we prepare Chelsea. Um, uh, with the same accents, probably even more detail, and um, but with the same hunger uh, to win it. Sam, feel a bit higher. I just wondered, in terms of looking back last season, winning the Champions League, you talked there about the cup competitions being the soul of football. So yeah. when you when you look at it, and you sort of you see the reaction that winning a trophy brings to the city, does it sort of further? What the appetite for winning? Yeah, wherever you are, it's about two things. One, it's development, and two, it's winning. And both influence the other. So we focus, of course, without the trophy first, development, development, development. Uh, but winning creates more confidence in this way and that and confidence in the other way. So um, it, everything in first place is about hope, but hope has to become conviction. And now it's... Uh, is conviction the right word, Matt? Yeah, so we are convicted that you can, because it already happened, we can do it. So um, each experience makes us stronger. Losing it made us stronger because, and this is mainly because of our manager, because he, uh, I said sometimes, the five minutes after a game are more important than the five days leading up to a game. He can change situations as nobody else and give perceptions as nobody else. So, yeah. And with that in mind, then, I guess, you know, obviously you've, you've returned to the club in the last year or so, so what, what improvements have you seen in that time and, and what is it like working with, with the Evan Club? Uh, improvements first, then. Um, 
I think our team became much, or much better, became better in, in really dictating the play and speeding up the, the positional play and finding the right players between the lines and, and from there being really creative. Uh, we made some adjustments in that. Um, uh, by having our fullbacks more involved in the attack, by having our midfielders more in control. Uh, our last line made huge steps with the ball uh, in terms of the speed, how they play, um, how they step in with the ball, find direction. The variety from out the back is good by finding the ball in behind or playing through the pitch. Um, without losing our identity, of course, but the, the better you attack, uh, the easier it becomes to play really good counter-pressing. Uh, well, that's of course our identity, so um, I think there's where we really improved. Um, and what was the second part of your question? In terms of you mentioned the manager there and how he changed things in, in the blink of an eye, really. Yeah. So, you know, with that in mind, it's, it's like this. The, the, the character of the team is mainly developed by the character of the coach without sessions without it's about uh, the character of of of, of Jurgen and uh, if you see how we fight I play paddle with Jurgen eh, a lot and he fights always he finds always a way to come back in the game <laughs> oh it's my fault but he always finds a way back and the character of our team is this whatever comes in front of us we will find solutions and uh, it shows the individual quality of our players or the, the character of our individual players, how they constantly are becoming better. And, uh, and that's the good thing about how we play is that it forces individual development. So, and that's, of course, mainly because of, uh, of uh, the direction Jürgen gives. He's the leader, the thinker of the team. Yeah. I think so. Um, our club um, is about creating this culture. I think it's really important to have an inside pathway um, to promote young players, to give them opportunities. But I don't believe in just giving opportunities. It has to be the right opportunity, the right time with the right players because young players need examples around them. They need models uh, and they need being able to compete. Uh, if we put young players in a game with senior players around them, that's the perfect way to develop. First, they can see and they are protected. So say we play a left winger, young one, and our left defender, our left midfielder is a senior player. That triangle on that side, they get, they get, um, he gets protected, of course, get what I said, young players, they need models, they need players around them. And our left midfielder is a senior player. That triangle on that side, they get, they get, um, he gets protected, of course, big kid. What I said, young players, they need models, they need players around them where they can learn from instead of criticism. And um, that's what I really like about um, these moments in the season and uh, that we can create a combination of this. Um, one, what I said, the hunger to win, because I believe this is the best way to win. And second, because it creates uh, development. Uh, it makes our young players stronger. Um, but again, it's not always about opportunity, opportunity. It's the right moments, the right in the right context, in the right collective, in the right with the right players around them. Yeah. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. So what's oh. the like maybe more senior players like? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. European champions. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, uh, uh, from the outside, you see us, of course, as a squad. From the inside, we are a team. So we don't see a subs or bench players. We see game changers. So we see players who have to change the game for us. Um, uh, if you want to compete in five competitions, everybody has to be ready, has to feel this responsibility to be ready each single. Say Joe Gomez against Chelsea. He only plays four minutes, five minutes, but a game changer because Alonso came through, because Kovacic had this inside space, and with Trent can stop, and Joe closing there the inside, it's a game changer. So this is what I mean, but it's hard because you have to train each day, that for five minutes, but it, it wins us the game. So, and that's responsible. If you want to play for Liverpool or play for a top team, you have to have this inside motivation, understand the importance that you will be needed in any moment. And this is the, the good thing about our, te- our team, not the, is that we have these uh, kind of players. And it took a while, but we have them now. So, yeah. so is that how, how you sort of deal with them as well? Even though we're saying, we do see them on the bench. We, we yeah. see players not involved, but to them... Yeah, yeah, they are, and they should be, and they should be prepared. Of course, it's not easy, eh? because every, from a human being point of view, you want to be involved constantly. But everybody knows, and the last season proved and showed that the season is so long with so many competitions, and, and this year even more. Eh? We had the Super Cup, we had the, um, the Community Shield, we have the World Cup of Teams. Uh, we compete in the etc. So, uh, and we uh, uh, consciously we decided to have a s- uh, small squad because we want to promote young players and we want to create this culture. So, if you create a big squad, it will not happen. If you create a, s- a squad with talent around, these talents will get opportunities and. Uh, that's also really important to understand. Huh? If everybody talks or adapts, yeah, no, we are creating a new generation. We're trying to create a new generation. Yeah. Just slightly, just one more. On this competition, then, it, it's often seen as the lesser of the domestic competitions yeah. in this country. And you talk about attacking competitions, how it's the soul of football. Yeah. So the fact that the last couple of seasons you haven't progressed very far yeah. in it, how do you treat it? Now, our, our first season, we, uh, we lost it in the final with penalties. Against City, I remember our first season. We, yeah, first, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, it it depends on opposition and the moment where we're in. I think we are much further as a team. Uh, um, I think um, it's it's if if you rotate in games, say you change one play in the last line, one in the midfield and one on front, you keep the collective. If you change a lot, it's it's much more difficult to keep that. Um, Keep that, keep that collective idea. So sometimes, with a t- if you play against a championship team who is all together against good players, but they are not collective, like uh, it will cause us problems, and that happened, of course. And uh, um, but we, I'm fully convinced that uh, tomorrow's team that we can compete. Yeah. Sorry, no.
Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We. I will not give the team. <laughs> uh, uh, he is in a really good way. He. Um, what a boy! Yeah, because from he creates. Uh, he makes our build up play completely different. Huh? He creates uh, unpredictability. How the ball moves forward. Um, um, so he's an important player, and hopefully we can use him in the next weeks even. Um, but uh, tomorrow will be a day where he will shine. Did you go down the line? I thought it was too busted. Yeah. Have a chance to check on the sort of, I know we might not see some of these players, whether they were fit or not, but a, a bit of a check on, on their availability um, in terms of uh, Shakiri, Origi, and Alison and Mane as well. Yeah, so Shaq, so he will not be involved uh, tomorrow. We need a few days rest and then we will see how that looks. Divok is training on the pitch, not with the team, but uh, doing the individual session, so he's close to coming back into the team. He will not be involved. Uh, Sadi has a knock. He needs also two days rest, so he will also not be involved. And Ali, yeah, that's... Uh, um, he... He's still on his way. He's with the training with John and Jack and with the other goalkeepers. Uh, looks really well, to be honest. But you have to be really careful with these type of injuries, especially for a goalkeeper, because it's constantly uh, speed reaction, jump. So for the calf, that's, uh, and especially Ali is a big guy. Yeah? So a lot of weight goes through in these moments. So we have to be careful, but uh, he's on his way back as well. Uh, and also, this could be the moment we finally see Ryan Brewster uh, yeah. make his debut. How excited should we be? Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was his coach when he was, when he came from Chelsea on, on the 15s, on the 16s. So uh, um, that he is already on the bench away at Chelsea for me is massive. But for him, of course, much. But uh, it, it makes us all proud. Um, he's a player who, even if he doesn't start or doesn't start tomorrow, he's a player who's uh, every time more ready. But had a long injury. It was not that easy for him, uh, but he has that. He has goal in him. He has technique, um, good physical. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a complete striker, huh? um, a typical uh, nine who can come first post, who can score with his hat, who can turn in the box, who can play 1-1, one -one, can score a scruffy goal as well. Um, unbelievable shot, uh, but yeah, let's see. Um, and a good boy. Otherwise, he would not be in our team. Yeah, good character. Yeah. Yeah, same. He was in the, in the 60s as well at that time. Uh, yeah, he, um, um, he, um, we didn't let him get out on loan in the start of the season because we felt that he's ready to be involved in our uh, in, a, in our goalkeeper setup. And he was injured in the start, so that was difficult because we we wanted him to have a super preseason, a good preseason to uh, feel the team better and play more games for us with with the with the last line as well. So um, he looks good now. Um, he's ready for it. That's for sure. He he's a boy who. Unbelievable speed reactions. He can. Um, he's good on the line. What I mean with that, um, but what he has and what makes him really special, in my opinion, is his build-up play. He's calm on the ball, understands the game, 
can play inside, can play outside. Um, uh, there's a calmness over him, even in one v one situations. So yeah, he's a talented goalkeeper. But again, next step, next step, in the right moments, right times. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> when the youngsters get a chance, how how do you, as coaches, explain to them that they don't need to do anything different because there's always that sort of pressure that they feel they make hmm. a real statement? So what would you say to? Are we? The most important is for us as coaches is to be very clear on what we want. And then even with our first team, there's a lot of freedom. Eh? We want, um, say we want um, prepare pressing and put real pressure in this, this way. But then in moments, the players are, of course, free eh? to decide to go, to stay. To and uh, I think it's really important that... Um, that the players feel this freedom, otherwise creativity doesn't exist and doesn't come special things. And if you see our game, you see how Roberto turns and plays and uh, you see there's a lot of freedom. And we need this because we play against teams who are sitting back, who make the spaces really small in between the lines. Um, so we need this freedom as well for these players, especially the players you mentioned are almost all offensive oriented players. So uh, yes, um, um, the main principles doesn't change, uh, but inside that they they should be they should feel completely free, and they have the trust from us. That's the most important. So if if we play them, they know, and they train already so long with us as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What a surprise he was when he came in the first sessions. That's um, some players. They play if they are already say 28, 29. He's this player who sees so much around him before things happen, and. Um, um, it's not easy to step in our training because our training is if you want to play high intensity football you have to train high intensity football so um, it's not easy to come in and then have control and, 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 and find combinations etc etc so, and he showed this from the first second so then you're, you're telling in moments the players are of course free eh, to decide to go, to stay to and uh, I think it's really important that um, that the players feel this freedom, otherwise creativity doesn't exist and doesn't come special things. And if you see our game, you see how Roberto turns and plays, and uh, you see there's a lot of freedom. And we need this because we play against teams who are sitting back, who make the spaces really small in between the lines. Um, so we need this freedom as well for these players, especially the players you mentioned are almost all offensive oriented players. So uh, yes. Um, um, the main principles doesn't change, uh, but inside that they they should be they should feel completely free, and they have the trust from us. That's the most important. So if if we play them, they know, and they train already so long with us as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is, there, is there any opportunity for Harvey Elliott to, to be in the squad or mm. between doing all the time? Yeah. And, and obviously he came in the summer, just be an opportunity for him. Yeah, what a surprise he was when he came in the first sessions. That's um, 
some players they play if they already say 28, 29. He's this player who sees so much around him before things happen, and um, um, it's not easy to step in our training because our training is. If you want to play high-intensity football, you have to train high-intensity football. So um, it's not easy to come in and then have control and, 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 and find combinations, etc., etc. So, and he showed this from the first second. So then you're you're a talented boy. Uh, don't want to put more pressure on him, but he, um, yeah, we're really happy with him that he's with us. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.